everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again, to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Yesterday, the truth is I was reflecting on the fact that I just finished up my first 12 weeks with my personal trainer, Alex. Um, and I was getting ready. I'm looking at the next 12 weeks. And the truth is I was standing in my office and I was bending over to pick something up. And I was kind of like, imagine you're facing a standing desk and you have your right hand on your right hip and you kind of like lean over to pick up a pen that's to the right of you, but you're not leaning forward, bending over on your stomach. You're leaning over like you're doing a side bend. And just as I leaned over, you know, I had these tight jeans on and I had this, my hand on my hip. And as I leaned over, I felt like that squishy part of my core. And I've shared with you guys before, this is where I'm carrying all of my fat right now. That's hormonal fat. Any, I mean, do some Googling, you guys. When you have, when your body changes and you go from storing fat primarily in one place and it's primarily around your core and your belly, that's typically cortisol, adrenal, hormonal related. Anyone will tell you, my doctors told me for sure, um, and, and it it makes sense. Okay. I've known that it is so frustrating because as well, what, what makes it even more frustrating for me is that as I've started to, to my body has started to recomp like my leg. And this happened to me before. It's absolutely happened to me before. I recognize it. My arms start leaning out, my legs start leaning out. And that middle part of my body is like the last stubborn little bitch on the planet. And it's basically like giving me the finger every day. And that is why I don't feel comfortable in a bikini. My, it's my core region. That is why I've had to buy um, a size up in my jeans and my shorts. Because it's, it's, it's the area where things are tight on me. Is, is buttoning the button. And then they'll be loose other places. It's so frustrating. And my whole life, when I was younger, I would always gain weight in my butt and my thighs, um, sometimes in my boobs, but mostly in my butt and my thighs. I always had a very small waist and a very flat stomach. So it is very difficult <laughs> to be dealing with it 
especially when I feel like I work so hard, I take my supplements, I diet, I train, I do all this stuff, yada, yada, yada. And yesterday, just that little thing, you guys, of me leaning over and my hand felt that. And then what I did is I started grabbing. I started taking my, my hand and grabbing around my waist. Like how many, how much can, how much fat can I grab in my hands? And I was freaking out, absolutely freaking out. And I started to get depressed. I started to get upset. I went into the bathroom. I mean, I did all, it's like old Kelly took over for a minute. I did everything I used to do. I went into the restroom. I started looking at myself in the mirror and I started standing in the mirror in a way that made me look disgusting. And I was standing there. I'm like, oh my God, I look like I did, you know, five years ago. This is awful. And I started the negative self-talk. Everything old Kelly used to do on a regular basis. But the difference is I came back in, I sat at the kitchen table and well, it it didn't end there. (laughs) I sat at the kitchen table and I was like, I'm so embarrassed. And truthfully, this, this tends to be the emotion that rules me the most. Um, It's not easy for me to share this with you, but the truth is that's what tends to happen in my brain is I get so embarrassed. I get humiliated because I think that the whole world is laughing at me and I feel like everyone's looking at me going, Oh my God, Kelly Alexa has been talking about losing those 20 pounds for like as long as I can remember. And she, what's wrong with her? Like, what is wrong with her? Like I've, you know, I've had a baby. I've seen five people that have had babies and lost, you know, 50 pounds and Kelly Alexa can't lose it. Like I literally think that that's what people say about me. I think everyone's making fun of me. I think everyone's laughing at me. Um, and I understand as I as I say this out loud on this podcast, how silly that sounds, but I'm just being honest with you. I'm, I'm just being honest with you that when bad Kelly, old Kelly takes control, <laughs> I feel like I have multiple personalities. Um, that's the irrational, emotional, juvenile line of thinking that I have. It is what it is. I, you know, and I'm sharing it so that more women that have these trains of thoughts that have these attitudes will know that they're not alone and that we can get past this. Okay. So I came into my kitchen table and I immediately started thinking that I wanted to go on the HCG diet again. I wanted to call my doctor, the one who prescribed it the first time and go on the HCG diet because I'm like here. And here's where this crazy your crazy mind comes in where you think the ultimate be all the the thing that's more important than anything on the on the planet is being skinny or being slimmer or being a size 2 or a 4 or a 6 or an 8 or whatever it's like and you'll do anything you'll starve yourself you'll eat nothing but stone soup for 8 weeks you'll do anything i have read enough stuff about how damaging the hcg diet can be um, for your hormones, particularly for people that have adrenal fatigue, that have hypothyroidism, I never should have been put on that. Now, granted, when I did it, it really did jumpstart my weight loss. Um, so I can't lie to you and say that in a way, like 50% of me regrets being on it. 50% of me is like, it really was good for me at that time because I, I, I just started to see this doctor. I, I was heavy. I was in a state of despair kind of like I was for a short time yesterday. 
and it did, it did something for me. But anyway, I'm sitting at my kitchen table yesterday and I literally was like, so desperate, so embarrassed. And my embarrassment and my emotions were pushing me down the wrong path. Do you see? It's like I had one little thing that I had an emotional reaction to, and that pushed me, old Kelly was pushing me down a path of of little actions that were putting me on a path to just desperation, you know? First, I go into the bathroom, start looking at myself. Then I start talking to myself, the negative self-talk. Then I sit down and I was about to make a bad decision and, and ask my doctor if he put me on HCG. And that's like the dumbest decision ever. Now, I don't know how quickly it was, but very soon I was able to sit down and just think and go, okay, let's let's think about like, and this is the exact conversation I had with myself, you guys. I said, okay, Kelly, let's look at the last 12 weeks. Like, why are you so upset? And, you know, I I don't want to say I actually have a conversation, but I actually do go through this. Like, okay, Kelly, why are you so upset? I'm upset because I'm embarrassed that I paid for a trainer for 12 weeks and I feel worse about my body right now than I did before. I'm two pounds up um, than when I started, two and a half pounds, three pounds Actually, I think I didn't weigh myself the past two days, so I don't know. But I'm gonna I'm just gonna guess the scale. Remember I told you guys when I had the migraine four weeks ago, the scale jumped four pounds. Like it went up three point seven seven pounds overnight. And then the last time I weighed, it had only come down one pound from that three and a quarter pound jump. So I'm gonna say generally speaking, from the time I started. I'm probably still two to three pounds up from my start weight 12 weeks ago. I could be wrong. I might weigh myself tomorrow and I might be back at starting. I have no idea, but let's just assume. So as I'm having this conversation with myself yesterday, I'm like, so you're freaking out that in 12 weeks in a reverse diet, when you lost inches and when for eight of those 12 weeks, the first eight of the 12 weeks, your scale was actually trending down slowly, but surely you were actually losing weight week over week in a reverse diet where you're eating 400 calories more per day. You're do you've cut out all of your high intensity cardio. You're only supposed to be training four weight training sessions a week. And realistically in that 12 week period, because of the toxic work culture I was in, I really was I'm going to guess on a regular basis in those 12 weeks, I was really more on it. I was averaging probably two to three workouts a week. I'm not proud of that. But what I'm saying is here I've been eating more, training far less. And for the first eight weeks, I was still trending down. I still lost like a half an inch in one place, a fourth of an inch in another place, three quarters of an inch in another place. So my body had started the recomposition. It was only in the last four weeks. And this last four weeks ended like a couple of days ago. Okay. In the last four weeks, when I had made the decision to leave the company I was working for, because it was such a toxic work culture for me, because it was affecting my health, because I couldn't work out, I could barely leave the house. It was just a very meeting-heavy culture, um, work, 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 work culture. Um, I also had a very um, 
not positive relationship with um, somebody who was originally my boss. It was not a good relationship and and it was very um, difficult professionally to deal with it. It was causing me a lot of anxiety and the anxiety was affecting my health. When you consider that the last four weeks started off with me getting my first migraine in seven months, followed by the scale going up three and three quarters of a pound, let's just say four pounds, followed by those last three weeks, I started to get headaches every day again, just like I had last year. I started to get upper abdominal pain. There was a couple of days where I was almost doubled over in pain. I almost had to like lay down. I couldn't even keep my body vertical. It was, it was hurting me so much. And I had to take Prilosec, which I avoid like the plague. Um, and my skin broke out in bumps all over my neck. So in, in those last four weeks, that's when I felt the grossest. That's when I had to cancel more workouts. That's when the scale took a spike. That's when I felt bloated and full of inflammation. And that's when I was under the most crazy amount of stress ever. And here I was sitting in my counter going, I've sucked. And you know, that's the key, you guys. If you're like me, you will blame yourself for so many things. So on one hand, it's really good and important for us to be able to admit when we are eating too much or eating too little, like when we have effed up. But it's also really important to objectively be able to say, okay, wait a second. I'm probably feeling really bad about my body today. I'm highly inflamed. I have been under an inordinate amount of stress the past four weeks. My body is giving all of the signs and symptoms that I'm dealing with a lot of inflammation and illness. This is temporary. And generally speaking, for 12 weeks, you didn't waste your time, Kelly. You're you're working with a trainer that you trust. You're working with a trainer who's been through all of the pro- problems that you have. She has healed herself. You've watched her journey online. You've seen all the proof, all the evidence. You know she's the one to help you. You know that you promised yourself you would give yourself a year. You know that you're going to make progress. And you know that you can't realistically look back at these 12 weeks and expect, like, what were you expecting, Kelly? Were you expecting that right now you would be 10 pounds lighter? Were you expecting right now that you would suddenly wake up and those four pounds that that went up just because you started your new job on Friday? Like, did you expect that overnight everything was going to reverse back? It doesn't work that way. And and I started to just look and go, okay, that makes sense. And I do need to give myself credit. And it's not me making excuses. It's not me copping out. But the only way that I can really screw things up right now is one, like Jordan Syatt says, to just quit and throw in the towel. And I don't, I don't think I've ever wanted to just quit. Like, utterly say, I'm not going to work out anymore. I'm not going to watch what I eat. I'm just going to eat pizza and Taco Bell every day. I've never wanted to do that. Really? I really don't. I would love to be able to eat donuts every day. Hot damn, I'd love to be able to do that. So I could either fully quit or I could do the other extreme, which is make an irrational decision to somewhat quit by taking a different path and not doing what I said I would do which is the Kelly Alexa, George Costanza approach. I'm going to do everything differently over the next year than I've done in the past. And old Kelly in the past right now, when she had a meltdown yesterday, would have said, 
F this, I'm going on HCG. F this, I'm going keto as much as I hate it. F this, I'm going to, you know, get back to intermittent fasting and I'm going to ignore everything I've read about how bad that is for adrenal fatigue. I'm just going to get back to fasting. I'm going to do 24-hour fasts. I'm going to do extra cardio. I'm going to train. I would jump to some other approach. That would be what I did in the past. I am committed to doing things right because I've said this to all of you guys on so many shows, and I really think it bears repeating. If you get into this mindset, like like I have, where you say, screw it, I'm going to go back and do what I was doing before. Like I could go back and say, I'm going to do what I was doing in March, April, May, June, before I hired Alex. Like, let me also be clear before I make this point. There's not been an ounce of me, even when I've been upset, where I've even remotely thought this is because of Alex or the level 10 coaching. Like I've always thought it was me. Okay. So I I just want to be clear about that. Um, Like there was never me going, I want my money back. This is bad. No, it's, it's always been me thinking um, I'm messed up. I'm broken. No one can help me. I'm just going to do it my way. That, that kind of a thing. Okay. So when you get to that point where you're like, okay, I'm going to do something completely different. (laughs) You, you, you just, you don't even realize how much that's like quitting. It, it, it is, it's like quitting. And you, I, I made the commitment to myself to give it a year. And that means giving it a year, kind of like my understanding of what I said earlier in the show, which is Alex is going to take me through phases. She's reverse dieting me to heal me. We need to heal all the years that I was doing extreme intermittent fasting, adding in more fasting, overtraining, undereating. We have to heal my body. So it's healing first, and then probably um, we'll do a a cut or a diet the, the beginning part of next year, and then we'll probably go into maintenance, and then we might do another reverse diet. But I'm gonna give myself a year and I'm gonna I'm gonna trust the process and I'm gonna stay with Alex and I'm gonna make sure that when I doubt and I have fears and anxiety kick in, I do just what I'm doing right now, which is instead of giving into the emotion, the first thing I do is get myself out of the emotional place and I I I get myself back into rational thought. And the next thing I do, which is which I think is really key, is I I get myself into a plan, like an action plan, because it's one thing to you have a meltdown and and then you get yourself like calm down and you're like, okay, cool. I'm not, I'm fine. I'm fine. To me, the best thing you can do then is develop a plan like get a plan of attack, get something you can work towards, get something you can wrap your arms around and go, okay, this is, this is, this is what I'm, this is what I'm working towards. Because I think that's like the antidote in a way. It's like, that's your boost of adrenaline. You know, if you, if, if when you have a meltdown and you're down and you're upset and you course correct and you get your mind in a better place, it's almost like you you need something to pump you up a little bit, right? You need something to rev you up. You need you need to be injected with some some good emotion, some good juju, whatever. That's when you develop a game plan. That's when you get your brain even further away from emotion and more into, okay, I know I can do this. What are my action steps? 
And to me, that getting into an actual plan, not just a goal, not just let me put a vision board up with some pictures of fit ladies that I can look at every day. That's great. But frankly, that can work against you. Because if you don't have a plan for how you're going to get that fit and you don't understand what it takes to get that fit, you don't understand that like I referenced Joelle Samantha talking about the other day, those types of bodies are built when they're in a bulk phase, when they're actually eating more calories and they're not losing weight and then they lose the weight later. Like there's a lot that went into getting that body. They didn't just go on a diet. They didn't just go and lose 10 pounds while they were building all that beautiful muscle. Like it doesn't work that way. Most more often than not. So if you get yourself out of the emotional state and then you say, okay, what's my game plan? That's where you can really get your brain thinking in a completely different mode. You can get away from emotion because that's where I'm going to reference again. Go back and listen to my shows about data being your best friend because you guys, data being my best friend, data is what started to help my conversation with myself yesterday because that's when I was able to like objectively talk through and go, and, and I, I hope this doesn't sound too weird when I say I was having a conversation with myself. You guys know where I'm coming from. I had to l- realistically go, okay, so, you know, was this 12 weeks really a bust? Because let's go back and look at my check-in sheets. Let's go back and look at this data. Let's look at the graph. The first eight weeks, I was actually like lose consistently. The scale was going down. You know, the scale had actually gone down a total of like four or five pounds, over that time, the, the scale only went up. And then I was really looking at it like a scientist, like, wait a second, scale went up in the last four weeks. What else happened in the last four weeks? Massive amount of stress, stomach aches, headaches, whatever. And because of me being able to look at that data and those different data points, that made me add what I said at the beginning of the show. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? Think about this. If, if what was the, the thing that set my if I started to feel bad about what was happening in my, my, my experience with Alex in this first 12 weeks, if that really happened in these last two and a half, three weeks, whatever, and, and, and I realize because I'm looking at the facts that it's because of stress and stress having a physical impact on my body, filling me with inflammation, inflammation because I was taking all of those over-the-counter drugs to get rid of the pain and the end, I couldn't sleep. You know, all of this stuff is, there's so much data out there to show that when you are taking a ton of over-the-counter drugs, pain medication, and you have headaches, you have stomach aches, you have whatever, your body is full of inflammation. Your body is giving you a stress response. That's temporary. It's, it's like when your body gets a blister, it puffs up, it gets a bunch of liquid beneath it because it's healing the skin underneath. Inevitably, that blister is going to go away. My body's like a big blister. <laughs> That's so gross. My, but I'm figuratively speaking, okay? Work with me on this. So it's temporary. And, and so that data, that ability for me to go back and look at those spreadsheets and look at the data and go, wait a second. I'm not looking at this data from an emotional perspective. These are hard numbers that are on a spreadsheet that represent my 12-week experience. And I can see that the only time there was a variation in the data is, is right here in these four weeks. And now we know what those four weeks are. Those four weeks don't represent me going on a bender. I wasn't out eating pizza and Taco Bell every day. I wasn't not working out. In fact, I've really started amping up my training again and getting better. So 
that data then made me, as I started to get into my planning, I then, and can you guys hear like how my tone of voice is changing? I went from feeling full of despair and helpless to feeling, okay, I, I realize that I'm not hopeless. I'm not full of despair. I can do this. Now let's look at my next 12 weeks and get excited about it because if my first 12 weeks, I was number one working at a job that barely gave me time to have five minutes for lunch. I, I was devoid of energy. It was draining me. It was making my adrenal fatigue worse. The stress was making an impact on my body. I hardly ever had the energy to get my workouts in. If now I'm in a far better work environment that believe me, people, I made sure when I interviewed, I asked about the work culture. I asked about you know, all the things that were bad at the, at that first culture so that I wouldn't run into that again. So if I now know that the next 12 weeks I'm in this great work environment, I will be able to have the time in my life and the energy and to not only get my meals in, cook, enjoy time with my man, not be completely physically and emotionally and mentally drained every single day and having headaches and stomach aches and being sick. And again, that wasn't the whole time. I don't want to be melodramatic and exaggerate, but it was for a certain period of time towards the end, for sure. If I'm in a better place, think about how, even if I did nothing else differently for the next 12 weeks, that change of environment alone, that reduction of stress is going to be huge. That combined with me being able to be consistent with four workouts a week, and I've determined that I'm going to do my workouts, so this is part of my planning, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Those are going to be my four days. And instead of me saying, well, four days, but I really, you know, I want to work out seven days, so let me see if I can add this, and then I'm going to add, no, I'm doing four days and four days only. That's how different Kelly is going to do just what she's told and not try to tweak it, not try to add to it, not try to force it a little bit more. Four days. The only thing that I'm enhancing, and I was told I was allowed to do this, instead of aiming for 10,000 steps a day, like walking is my cardio. I'm only allowed to do walking for cardio. That's it. I'm aiming for 14,000 steps a day. And I'm on day three of doing it. So I have a plan in place and I'm doing it. In fact, right now I'm looking at my watch. I'm at 11,000 steps for today. Um, I put, I put together my plan and then I realized like, Hey, if I do nothing else, but just realize that what I've done by moving myself into a better work environment, I've decreased my stress by 75%, if not more. And now I'm going to focus on self-care. I'm going to focus on my meditation and prayer time every single day. I'm going to track it. And I have my little journal by my bed. And every night when I go to bed, I am tracking in that journal specifically my stress, my stressors and my, my health. I'm, I'm tracking things like, did I have a headache today? Did I have any skin breakouts that were new today? Did I have any stomach pains today? Did I take any aspirin today? Did I take any Prilosec? Did I take any, any kind of drugs or over-the-counter medication? I should say, I should not say drugs, over-the-counter medication. I'm talking about like Advil, stuff like that. Because I firmly believe that what I'm going to see in the next 12 weeks is that the removal of stress, the removal of taking the pills you have to take when you're stressed, the consistency in my training, and me focusing more on self-care, those things are going to make a remarkable difference. I firmly believe it. And now I have something 
that I mix. I have a plan. I have a goal. I have 12 weeks that ironically brings us right to the end of the year. I have a timeline and I have a good attitude. And I, when I woke up this morning and my friends were checking in on me because they knew I had a meltdown yesterday, I was in a completely different space. And ladies, I'm telling you, I am so much more able now to, at a faster pace, get myself from a state of meltdown to a state of neutral, let's look at the facts, let's be realistic, let's stay the path, and let's form a plan. Like going from emotional and helpless to rational and then proactive, and then rational and proactive to rational, proactive, and full of confidence. That's where you want to be. That's why your success is in your mind. That's why being able to conquer your mind is key. You can do it. Everything I've shared with you, I don't have some special skill. I didn't take some special course. I figured this out on myself, by myself, and it works. It's game-changing. It's life-changing because old Kelly... When she had a meltdown, and yeah, I'm talking about myself in third person, old Kelly, when she had a meltdown, would literally just start and stop. I would, it was just this constant cycle of meltdown followed by bad emotional choices, followed by starting over. And then it would just be looking back on a year of, you know, me going, wow, here I was really good this month. Then I was good half this month. Then I started over. Oh, then I had a bad period where I was stressed out. It was just inconsistency.com. I'm aiming for the next year to be nothing but consistency and getting better and better and better. I dare you to join me. I'm curious. I really want to hear from you guys. Let me know if this show resonated with you. Let me know if this show helped you. Let me know if, like I mentioned randomly in the beginning of, or in the middle of the show, um, if this prompted you to say, I could really use help in this area, like Kelly trained me how to do this. Heck, I'm happy to create a course out of this. Um, I don't know. You know, it's it seems weird, like what would be the concrete steps, but I'm sure I could figure it out based on my experience because this has been something where I am completely different now than I used to be. I used to be controlled by emotion, my emotions and now I am controlling my emotions and it's life-changing. So hopefully you enjoyed the show. If you did, and you know other women who could benefit from listening to this, I please implore you to pass this show on to them. Make sure that they subscribe. You can get the show notes over at thekellyoshow.com. And as always, if you have any questions, um, you can head on over to thekellyoshow.com and just click on over to the contact me page and contact me that way. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. I hope this show was helpful. I'll see you next time on The Kelly O Show.